ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service, family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 542 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we're reading 1 Kings chapter 9, verses 10 through 14. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I thank you for your holy word. Thank you, Lord, for the great service we just came out of. And uh, Lord, I pray that you would grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, and your anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your holy word, teach your holy word, preach your holy word, and preach your holy gospel. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. And it came to pass at the end of twenty years, when Solomon had built the two houses, the house of the Lord and the king's house, how Hiram, the king of Tyre, had furnished Solomon with cedar trees and fir trees and with gold according to all his desire. That then King Solomon gave Hiram twenty cities in the land of Galilee. And Hiram came out from Tyre to see the cities which Solomon had given him, and they pleased him not. And he said, What cities are these which thou hast given me, my brother? And he called them the land of Kabul unto this day. And Hiram sent to the king six score talents, of gold. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, grant us 
your unction, your anointing, the power of your Holy Spirit to understand your Holy Word, to love it, to cherish it, and to obey it. And uh, Lord, help us to do just that. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for our sake. Amen. And that is, Lord, uh, to love it, to cherish it, to obey it, to comprehend it, and to understand it. Lord, help us to do that. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members, my beloved, this is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House Family Devotional Reading, of Charles Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. This is the podcast, and this is episode 575. Our devotional passage chosen by Charles Haddon Spurgeon Many years ago is Philippians chapter 3, verse 8, which reads, Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. The Prince of Preachers, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, goes on to expound, Spiritual knowledge of Christ will be a personal knowledge. I cannot know Jesus through another person's acquaintance with him. No, I must know him myself. I must know him on my own account. It will be an intelligent knowledge. I must know him not as the visionary dreams of him, but as the word reveals him. I must know his natures, divine and human. I must know his offices, his attributes, his works, his shame, his glory. I must meditate upon him until I comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and know the love of Christ, which passive knowledge, it will be an affectionate knowledge of him indeed. If I know him at all, I must love him. An ounce of hot 
knowledge is worth a ton of head knowledge. Our knowledge of him will be a satisfying knowledge when I know uh, my Savior. My mind will be full to the brim. I shall feel that I have that which my spirit panted after. This is that bread whereof if a man eat. This is that bread whereof if a man eat, he shall never hunger. At the same time, it will be an exciting knowledge. The more I know of my beloved, the more I shall want to know. The higher I climb, the loftier will And pardon me, folks. At the same time, it will be an exciting knowledge. The more I know of my beloved, the more I shall want to know. The higher I climb, the loftier will be the summits which invite my eager footsteps. I shall want the more as I get the more, like the miser's treasure. My goal will make me covet more. To conclude this knowledge of Christ Jesus, will be a most happy one, in fact so elevating that sometimes it will completely bear me up above all trials and doubts and sorrows, and it shall, rather, and it will, while I enjoy it, make me something more than man that is born of woman who is of few days and full of trouble, for it will fling about me the immortality of the ever-living Savior and gird me with the golden girdle of his eternal joy. Come, my soul, sit at Jesus' feet, and learn of him all this day. <coughs> Pardon me, shall we pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word, and for the expounding thereof. By your grace, by the power of your Holy Spirit, through your servant, Charles Haddon Spurgeon. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we come now to the what I have dubbed the family verses, the family commandments, really, our family segment. Ephesians 525-32, that's where we are now, as we spend three days in each segment. Husbands, love your wives. That is a commandment, not a suggestion, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. And by the way, gentlemen, your wife will know whether or not you love her. And it's not by buying her flowers and candies and opening the door for her. She will know that uh, you love her by telling her the truth. uh, And by rebuking her when she's wrong. Not letting her have her way. Not letting her... Uh, control you or control the family. Uh, 
by the way, something happened today, and maybe I'll share it with you tomorrow. Um, a wonderful uh, Christian wife, and by the way, she's not married. She's not married to a pastor. <clears throat> I'm opening up my other computer. And uh, and this is Rao. Uh, her husband is in tech. I do believe. You like that? That's one of my favorite hymns, I'll Fly Away. Um, her name is Amanda Adelman. And she gave 10 things that wives should stop doing in their marriages. And I took off one because I didn't agree with it. Very quickly, those ten things are wives should stop doing. Stop putting your friends over your husband. Number two, stop being so serious. Number three, stop resisting being intimate. That is... Uh, have sex with your husband. Uh, number four, stop making plans without the in input of your husband. Stop making plans without the input of your husband. Number five, stop treating your husband like he is useless. Number six, stop retelling events uh, with your husband cast as the fool. My, my, my. Number seven, stop treating your husband like he is the part-time babysitter. You know, as soon as you get home, you, here's your children, I'm gone. Number nine, stop feeling bad for taking up space. Number ten, stop looking to your husband for things that only God can give you, such as happiness and joy and peace. And what I'm saying to your husbands you have a job to do. It's not just buying rose petals and roses and opening up the door for her and uh, <clears throat> taking her out on dates. You have a, a job to do. It may seem negative uh, from her perspective, but it must be done. And God, I said, God wants you to do it. He delegated that to you. And that is to say no sometimes, not because you want to, but because you have to. And, uh, and this wonderful woman here is trying to do it from her end as a woman because she knows how many women are. And, uh, and they need to get over themselves. And God put you in her life to help her, not to run you, not to control you. Verse 26, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. You need to be praying with your wife and reading the Bible with your wife. <clears throat> okay? If you don't do that, you're going to lose your wife, son, and your family. I know 
these these two negative kind of things that I, I just said to you, you think they will tear up your marriage and your family. I'm telling you that if you don't do them, they're going to tear up your marriage and your family. Because women want strength. They want a man, listen to me very carefully, men, contrary to what you've heard down through the years, your wife does not want a pansy man that she can control and manipulate. And if she can do that, she will do that. And, and, and she'll be in control of the relationship. And now both of you are in sin against God. And she wants a man deep down that's going to keep her in line. And that's just all there is to it. Adam, where art thou? Adam and Eve messed us up because of this foolishness. So a man to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. If you love your wife, you're not going to let her do stupid things that's going to hurt the marriage and the family. And I'm going to stop it there for tonight. Let's pray for others. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of the lost, for the salvation of families that are lost. We pray. Uh, that they would get saved so that they can take advantage of your holy word. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would revive those Christian families that need to be revived and so that they would get back to obeying your commandments regarding marriage and family. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would save those who are lost around the world. Revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving and mourning around the world. And Lord, we pray uh, for all people who name the name of Christ. Help us to admit that we have sinned against you greatly in disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Lord, help us to humble ourselves and to get back to you, uh, help us to humble ourselves, to pray, to seek your face, to turn from our wicked ways, to repent, and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, we pray for all people who are in the government. from the president on down. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ We pray, Lord, that you would save those who are lost all around the world in government today. Those who are in the Ministry of Government, save those who are lost, revive those who are saved. And uh, Lord, 
cast the devil out of those who have that problem. And Lord, remove those who are in it to hurt people instead of help people. And Lord, I pray that you will lead them and guide them and direct them in the way that they should go, that we may have peaceful and quiet communities. We thank you for them. And Holy Father God, we pray that you would uh, bless and protect, Lord, um, all of those who are being persecuted for their faith, especially in Nigeria. Lord, I pray that you'll stop the demonic rampage in Nigeria of the killing of your saints, and in China, and in America, and around the globe. And Holy Father God, we pray, we do pray for the millions of people who are grieving and hurting over the death of loved ones and hospitalization of loved ones because of the coronavirus plague and now the monkeypox and hepatitis. Babies have died. Babies are sick and needing a liver transplant. And Lord, I don't even know where they would get a liver for a baby maybe the parents can give a piece of their liver I guess that's how that works I don't know but Lord that's horrifying and I do pray that you'll comfort all of these people and lay and Lord I do pray <coughs> that Lord you would We pray for the family. We pray for some by name. We pray for the thousands and the millions, but we pray for some by name. We pray for the family and friends of New Hampshire resident Francis Gail Hopkins. We pray for the family and friends of Maryland resident Daryl Priestler. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Esther Flores. We pray for the family and friends of Florida resident Daniel Rosenthal. We pray for the family and friends of New York resident Sharon Sizik. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, for Pastor Bushibi who has sent another praise report and prayer request. And Lord, he says thank you to you for the fruitful prayer meetings they have had. And please bless them with new roofs for the churches. And Lord, he sent in another praise report and prayer report today. Uh, and so, Lord, hopefully it'll be on our prayer list tomorrow. Should be on here today. But we thank you uh, that Melanie passed her school exams and bless her with her American visa. Heal Timothy from abdominal, abdominal pains. And we thank you for the rain amid drought. Deliver them from drought. Bless them with a new water well. We pray. <coughs> Pardon me. Lord, we pray for Jensen. Please destroy the works of Satan in his life. And give him abundant life. Completely deliver him from all evil. Spirits and witchcraft help him not 
to feel lonely, give him healing, health, prosperity, and the Holy Spirit's anointing in his mind, soul, body, and life. Give him complete healing in his mind and thoughts. Bless him with a good job and house. Protect him from the coronavirus. And Lord, we pray for Vicki. Please heal Lynn, give her peace, and give the doctors wisdom. And Lord, we pray for the people who have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ in their lives. We pray for Motaz, Dakota, Daniel, Dan, and Marlene. We pray, Lord, for the people who have recommitted their lives to Christ, Prospera, Jackie, Mary, Anne, and Anthony. <coughs> and Lord, we also pray... <coughs> Pardon me, uh, Lord, we also pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that they would all stand uh, for the faith, grow in the faith, and never get back into a backslidden state again. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time. Now, dear friend, if you are with us today, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world, these are the words of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten son, God gave up his only begotten son to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our taking God's name in vain and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, the word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in. Him, Jesus Christ, should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. 
if you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, that, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved, but believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that. That Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven. I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner, and I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. And Lord, I do, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins past and to truly repent of my sins present and to turn from my evil life and to follow you, Lord Jesus, in the new life. For it is in your name I do pray Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart as your Lord and Savior, 
and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, I declare to you that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible that I just shared with you, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10, verse 9, uh, and this is what the book title is based on. I am the door, Jesus Christ said. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer. 